Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. All right, back at our podcast, we have one of my favorite guests, my dad. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> These are always pretty entertaining. I don't even know what we're talking about, but <laughs> uh, you always have a lot to say and yes. great education. People always, it's amazing. With a podcast, it's hard to know who's listening or if people are really enjoying it. But just lately, I've had so many people come up to me and say, oh, mm -hmm. your podcasts are so much fun, but they're also really educational. So yeah. it helps people to really learn. And there's so many different aspects of Milliger's. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So and you're, you're really time to shine. Your favorite place is out there on the nursery lot, which uh, here we are in April. And, and this year is going to be so fabulous out there. I mean, well, with the pandemic, you know, there were a lot of plants that we usually carry that... The nurseries were out of. And right. Were, it was really hard to get plants. Was, I know. And so now that we're back on track, our catalog, our nursery catalog that's online, mm -hmm. last year was 150 pages. It's over 200 pages this year. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow. That means that many more plants? <laughs> yes. Yes. Or is it just bigger pictures? <laughs> it was easier to read. <laughs> Yeah, bigger print. For, yeah, yeah, bigger all, print. We're all getting older. Uh -huh. Believe me, I got my reading glasses here right next to me. So yeah. I know good. the feeling. But yeah, here we are in spring. So exciting. And the plants are starting to come mm -hmm. in. Yes. And you always have so much to talk about. But mm -hmm. we decided to kind of fine tune these and get into a little bit more detail on well, specific because categories. Of, because of this explosion, you know, with the new varieties that are plants that we're bringing back again that we were couldn't get for a few years i've decided that we should probably break this into like three different podcasts you know so i'm going to be seeing a lot of you is what you're saying i know <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. no. no these are great i yeah. you know it's it's awesome to see so yeah so what we are planning to do today is we'll do the ever, evergreens the new this is just the new evergreens it's not all the evergreens and then maybe the next time we can do the shrubs and then or maybe we'll do the trees and then we'll do the shrubs or something like that. But okay. um, so, but we'll let you know when we're uh, ready to. Whatever inspires you, Dad. You just yeah, kind of <laughs> jump in. I know you can kind of. Well, there's so much going on this year, especially we're, you know this is a big push for pollinators. Right, Shelly and the yeah. nurse that was talking about like doing a whole pollinator week and yeah, the we education are. on yeah, that. Definitely, so. we're going to have people from our different nurseries that we buy from here, and we're going to have a big display of. The pollinator plants and wow. it's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be early June. I'm not sure with the exact date yet, but we'll get back to you on that. Maybe we should just do a podcast on pollinators. You know, I mean, well, I think it'd be good for people to know because that is a big question when people come in. Of mm -hmm. you know, right. how do we take care of those little guys? You're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're so important. If it weren't for those, we wouldn't eat. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> and really helping people understand what the benefits of that I too. I like to eat, don't you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do, actually. Yeah. I, I think I'm thinking about lunch right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, okay. I do. I think about it. Mm -hmm. 
But let's jump in. And mm-hmm. so you're you're talking evergreens. Right. Mm-hmm. And evergreens means that they're going to be green. Well, yeah. And evergreen is a real important segment of our nursery lot because, uh, you know, without evergreens, you're not going to have any color in your yard for six months. You know, <laughs> it's like a long time. <laughs> so important. They're like the pillars in your landscape. That right. You, your, your color around the evergreens. But a lot of the newer evergreens have fabulous color, too. You know, they're not. In fact, it's kind of a misnomer to call them evergreens because a lot of them aren't green. <laughs> so they're blue and uh, you know, and some of them change colors throughout the seasons. Yes. So you get that beneficial mm. color yeah. depending on the season. Exactly. So. We have quite a few of those that get that nice bronzy color in the winter. So it's you know kind of funny to call them evergreens, but I don't know what color you'd call them ever. ever. I don't know, Dad. You're usually pretty good at this, but you know they're like ever branchy. I mean, they got they got stuff on them. Yeah, ever needles. Yeah, always loaded. Yeah, right. something like that. Yeah. Right. Are you going to talk about brand new ones, or maybe yeah, some absolute gonna... like must-haves or foundations? Well, I'm, I'm just going to talk about the new ones today because I don't think we'd have time to get into all the other ones. That you know, we could do the must-have ones too. Uh, maybe sometime that that would be a, a fun to podcast. Sure. Too. Maybe. Maybe our listeners could let us know what they're interested We'd in. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can always email me, gardengirl at milligers.com, or my dad. Your email is so easy. It's just dan yeah, at milligers.com. <laughs> right. Dan at milligers.com. Yeah, that's because I'm old and I said, just make it simple. You had, you had the first email address that we've ever had here <laughs> really? at Milligers. Well, pretty close. One of the very first <laughs> Milliger email addresses. Yeah. I said, I don't dan. want any dots or slashes or that's hard. upside down things yeah. or backwards. I went for garden so, girl, so. but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're going to do the highlight reel on some mm. brand new varieties that are just new to us or new to the industry? or uh, Well, a lot of them are new to the industry, too. That's exciting. So, and one of our biggest categories that's really exploding right now are camisipras. The camisipras are the false cypress. False cypress. All right, that's easier yeah. for me to say. <laughs> yeah. So we have a couple of really nice ones. We've always carried the weeping Alaskan cedar, okay, which is a fabulous tree. It's very, it gets uh, quite tall, you know, it can get 12 to 15 feet tall, you know, but this new green arrow a weeping Alaskan cedar is one that stays much narrower. It only gets like about two to four feet wide. So it's nice. Wow, two to four feet wide, that's it? Yes, yeah. That's incredible. That amazing? Yes. And it's a weeping, so it's like it has this pendulous look to it. It's just, and it's uh, very soft. And if there's a little breeze or whatever, it kind of blows and moves. And, you know, it's always kind of moving, you know. So it's very striking, you know. So um, And elegant. It's very elegant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be great with uh, if you're doing some lighting near your yard to put a light on it. You know, it's a gorgeous plant. And it I always it. love when people do that up lighting in their yard. I mean, yes. to be able to it, spotlight oh. those and so that you can appreciate them yeah. not only throughout the day, but also they get that exactly. attention. Yeah, right. At when, night. Are, when are you home more? You're home more during at the, night. At night. Yeah. yeah. So, or when yeah. you're, you know, when we go for a walk, then we come home and get to uh-huh. see all that the up lighting on yeah. some of our favorite specimens in our exactly. yard is really a great idea. Look out your windows at night and enjoy your lane. Right. So, yeah. So, and it's also a safety feature, too, to keep your, your, uh, you know, yard. people lurking around your yeah. yard. Right. I don't want any creeps. <laughs> keep them out of there. Peeking in the window, whatever. None of those. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, that's the green arrow. And we have another one, actually. <laughs> 
uh, another weeping lasting cedar. This one only gets like one to two feet. I was going to say, that one looks really narrow. I mean. Yeah, one to two feet wide, isn't that something? It's, uh, so with that narrow width, does it still have the strength to withstand windier conditions? Oh, yeah. Or where do you recommend no, placing one like this? No, actually, some of the first ones that we ever planted are over on Lighthouse Drive, out up by Shoops Park, and you drive down and look at the... After you go under that little, little the little dip there, yeah, yes. little dip there. When you come up, there's like uh, two. I think there's two of them planted on at a house that we did the landscaping for, and they are just gorgeous. And they're right on the lake. Yeah, I was gonna say I they're mean, right on the lake there. So that yeah. is nice and windy. Let me yeah, tell you exactly. Yeah. But we planted some of the earlier ones. We planted uh, were at also the uh, art museum on on the Wisdom Art Museum. So, okay. Uh, they have some in their garden too so i mean those are ones that have been there for years so you can see what they look like after a, a few years right know, so. right but, yeah they're amazing but yeah this one is the vandy acre that's the real skinny one so the two feet i mean you have anybody has a you can really put that anywhere yeah. <laughs> in my closet <laughs> well it gets a little tall though yeah unfortunately i don't have my ceilings are eight feet tall i'll just hack it off yeah, so. but that narrowness is really cool right mm-hmm. what is it called now vanden oh, oh vanden acre vanden yeah. acre yeah that and that is the one that is only one to two feet wide yes right mm-hmm. okay so. Right. So those so, are your Alaskan cedars, correct? Yeah, that skinny one. Now the real thin ones. Yeah. All right. I will have the regular one too that gets like six to eight feet wide, you know. So, but if you still want the wider one, you know. So, and then we have uh, some new junipers too this year. Um, you know, the junipers have been kind of looked down on because of uh, well, the older varieties are so uncontrollable. They're right. They, they get so big and they lanky and you know ugly. <laughs> So, kind but of, right, kind of I, boring. I love the new varieties. This one is called Blue Forest. Blue Forest Juniper. It's beautiful. Isn't it the gorgeous? coloration yeah. is gorgeous. And look at the size on this. It gets only one feet tall and three feet wide. Nice. Yeah, it said it's great for rock gardens, ground covers. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it looks a miniature blue forest. Yeah, there we right. Go. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> so that I say I have not seen this before, obviously, because it's talk brand about, new. Talk about a. Talk about a low maintenance plant. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> this is it, you know. So, and that blue color is so beautiful. The, the new growth is what has the bluest color. So and then it turns a little greener after the new growth, a little more mature. So, well, but, it's nice that it stays really compact and low and right. You know, mm, so without getting raggy, a little bit more easy to manage and contain. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So and it's an evergreen. Right. And then I love the I love Okay, the, this is gonna I can tell right now this is gonna be my favorite. <laughs> well, I love the yellow junipers, you know. <laughs> They're just so striking. And yes. They, and most of them are really great because they keep their color in the winter too, you know. So I know you're not supposed to eat yellow snow, but <laughs> Yeah, this is not snow, so that's good news. You can have some have some yellow interest in your yard and it's don't have to worry about it. But this one is so fine textured. This is called the gold lace juniper. They call it gold lace because it's so fine textured, it's real soft, and so it can do well in a lot of sun, which is important. You know, a lot of plants, like the cypress that we talked about earlier, some of those varieties you can't really use in full sun, but... The junipers, they they just love the sun. You know, they just yeah. The more sun, the better. You know, so yeah, and this gorgeous color, it's like mm. that almost like lemony, citrusy, right? Yeah, greenish yellow color. It's and really pretty. This, lot of different coloration because the yellow was on the new growth the new growth okay right? and then the 
the older growth, you can see how lacy it is. You can't see it, but you can see it. I'm looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Gold Lace Juniper. You can look in our nursery catalog. They can go look it up. It's on our website. Right, definitely. Yeah, these are all on the website now, so you can take a look at them. Very cool. And then I really like the microbiota, too, the Siberian cypress. And this plant is like a (laughs) no-brainer. Well, Siberia kind of gives you a hint. This one's called Drew's Blue Siberian Carpet Cypress. Right. And mm. tell me, Dad, why is this a no? you got to sell me on this one. I like the way that, I like the picture, well, but I want to hear a little more from you. Yeah, you know where Siberia is, right? Siberia? Sounds like it's far away. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold. That's why there's hardly, oh, any, yes. there's hardly anybody even lives in Siberia. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like sometimes Wisconsin feels like that, but yeah. it's about as cold as I can get here. Yeah. This is actually a zone two plant. I mean, you can grow this in upper Michigan. <laughs> wow, zone two. Isn't that something? Yeah. yeah. So if you have a real bad spot in your yard where you get a lot of cold weather. Or, a lot or if of you're cold. living in Siberia, <laughs> we've got a plan for what you. plan to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's part of Russia, though. I don't know if I want to go there. Uh, right yeah, I think I'll go to Mexico instead. Actually, yeah, I don't even know if I want to go there. <laughs> Siberian yeah. carpet cyrus. Cypress. Uh, yeah, All right. right. And this one only nice gets, and compact. Right. It only gets two one to two feet tall and two to three feet wide. So it's still very compact. But unlike the juniper, it's very soft. It's almost a lot of people think it's an arborvita because it has that real softer texture needles you know so i love that just that you know because you just when you touch it it has that mm-hmm. like you said it's a soft texture to it yeah. which sometimes you don't expect it to be feeling that soft no but. right yeah but this one is really a, a great one for a different color it's called drew's blue but in the winter it actually turns a maroon color so that's great to get that, that like fall interest or winter interest to get some variety mm-hmm, right yeah it's just it's in a beautiful color another great one for rock gardens mm-hmm, uh, right. or like a ground cover kind of concept because it is only one to two feet tall right yeah and also low maintenance i know everybody um i'm a fan of low maintenance <laughs> yeah so this is another uh, Siberia. Oh, look I at love it. this one. Fuzzball. Fuzzball, yeah. Fuzzball. So this is similar to the one you just talked about, except yeah, the it's coloration. A, it's also microbiota. It's like zone two. Uh, so it'll, it'll take it really cold. This one only gets one to two feet tall and three feet wide. <laughs> yeah, nice and compact. Again, right. when you talk about those ground covers or rock gardens, foundations, mm-hmm. borders, right. uh, anything like that. But you get that, I mean, it says fuzzy, bright green, summery foliage. Yeah. And then you get that winter interest. Yeah, you get the purple color in the winter again, just like the other microbiota. So. I, I think I need this one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fuzzball. I can remember that. I can't remember microbiota, <laughs> yeah, but well, I can remember fuzzball. Yeah, just remember Drew's Blue and Fuzzball. Yes, <laughs> I can do that. It's a dead giveaway. <laughs> so. Don't say dead when we're talking about plants, Ooh, no, Dan. No, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's zone two. You don't yeah. even have to worry about that. No, no. <laughs> so, but actually, zone two plants even will grow if you want to grow them in a container. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people do. They want to put something in a mm. uh, on their front porch or something like that in, yeah, a, in a container. That would be give you color all What will winter, still be hardy, you know? right? Right. So this will grow in a container. And it's an evergreen, so and it's, it's going to look great all right. winter. Exactly. So. Bonus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then one of my favorite spruce, this one actually is not a new plant. This is a reintroduction that we okay. have carried in the past. But this is the Montgomery spruce. And this one is, it, it looks like a blue spruce. 
but it's obviously much smaller, only gets five to six feet tall and three to six feet wide. So it's kind of more rounded, but it can still get a little point on the top, just like a regular blues blues tree. But uh-huh. this one will keep its color also all all winter. And this is a zone three, so this you could put in a container too, so you'd have nice color. You know, they say in a, if you're going to put something in a container, it should be at least one zone a colder than the right, zone. Right, because it's in. lifted out of the ground. And yeah, and we're in zone five, so zone three would definitely, you know, be, be a good choice. Totally ship shape, totally fine. Right. But now, if you are growing them in a container, you still have to water them in the winter. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but my water's turned off. Yeah, I know, but you get snow, right? Well, hopefully we do. We didn't really this year. I wonder no, we got right. snow like twice. Yeah. So, what so you just, but if you so if you're not getting snow, I mean, would you still yeah. just take a watering can and yeah, just take a watering can? You don't you don't need or, you don't want that soil to be dry. No, right. Mm-hmm. You can even if you're got your ice cubes, you got sometimes the ice cube maker. The ice cubes get kind of you know kind of old looking at the bottom. You don't want to use them anymore. Just dump them on your on your evergreen outside. You know? Can do. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and as they melt, they'll, uh, they'll water the ground. So, Or if you get snow, you can put snow white on the ground, too. So when that, that melts, it'll keep the soil nice and soft, nice and moist. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's obviously, it puts a lot less stress on the roots and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I like a lot of the pines, too. So this is the, called the Blue Swiss Stone Pine. This one is also a zone three. This one gets like 12 feet tall and six feet wide so it's, it's a little taller but it's a little still bit has, bigger one a little more it, substantial yeah but i mean we're not always looking for something to be small and short and bushy no, i mean no, you, no. sometimes you do need these statement pieces oh, or you yeah. are trying to fill and, in a larger area we, have, we so. have a lot of a lot of evergreens that will get quite large too if you're trying to do some screening or if you want something that um, one nice thing about the bigger ones you know with the birds in the winter they always like a place to kind of hide right and be protected be protected right and uh, kind of stay a little warmer you know, so. yeah for sure <laughs> so they love the evergreens in the winter to nest in uh, spend the winter in but this is a real hardy one this one has a longer needle like the pines do yeah the needle know, so. is so beautiful and yeah. what a gorgeous color right and uh in the spring it's like they that will, silvery blue the new growth they'll only put on new growth once a year and it's called a candle it's a long maybe six inches long and then the needles will pop out from that so it'll, it'll shoot up this little brown candle and then the needles all pop out of that so it's kind of mm, fun wow. to watch that yeah <laughs> very so, cool yeah this one has the bluish green color all year long so the new growth is a little more green but then it turns more blue as it matures so yeah it's neat to see those different colorations uh, right. in the needle mm. then because you get that you know, added interest and a little bit more depth to the plant itself. Right, exactly. Yeah. So isn't that pretty? That it stays, is beautiful. Stays really nice and compact. And so it's a blue Swiss stone pine is what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. We've always had the Mugo pine. We've always that's a Mugo a real, pine. Yes. That's been a real popular. But this year we're offering one that's called the Mops Mugo pine. And this one is nice because the regular Mugo pine can get kind of out of control and doesn't keep its shape real nicely. It's an older older variety that we don't really carry okay we don't carry the straight mugle pine anymore we like this mops one because it only gets about four feet tall and four feet wide so it's a nice staying a little more compact and uh, did the older one just kind of get kind of stretched out or yeah they just get kind of collapsing yeah they get holes in them and you know so it's i mean it could be kind of pretty if you like that look you know but this one is just so much easier to take better better and, shape better form yeah you don't have to prune it at all it just gets a little bit of growth every year because it's very slow growing you know so but i just love that it's like a big fuzzball yeah you know? <laughs> 
another it's called mops. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah. I like all those. Uh-huh. But it's great for like a smaller garden or if you want to make an accent somewhere in your garden, you know, it's great for that too. So this is another mugo pine. Now this one has a more open look. This one's called Tunnenbaum. This one does get larger. It gets like a perfect uh, Christmas tree shape. I love it. Yeah, isn't that great? You can have yes. your, your Christmas tree. And you you just grow gets, it right in your own backyard. Exactly. <laughs> so, and it gets like about 10 to 12 feet tall and six feet wide. So it'd be a great one for the birds to. Yes. Again, be able for the birds to be protected. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It says the foliage is that gray blue color. I love the way that looks in winter, especially when we have a snowfall, oh, you know, man. and you have those oh, blues yeah. and greens right. on yeah, the tree definitely. or that gray blue. And mm. then with a fresh snowfall so, is so beautiful. And did you see the zone on this one? Zone two, zone back two. to Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> so this one you could actually grow in a container too. True. Was, you have to have a pretty big container. Yeah, but. but sometimes you are looking for that statement piece. Right. And so that right. could be an option. Or let's say you're growing in a container. If it got too big, you could always transition and plant mm. it in, in the ground, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Mm, over. Right. Well, that's what I think is what you should do with a container plant. You know, it, don't leave it in there forever. You know, leave it in there until it gets a larger than put it somewhere and then get another get something else new right, and fresh yeah, right so, right so just having it in a container it'll grow slower and more naturally because it uh, doesn't have the room to expand you know? right so, again all these plants are so nice and compact and everything they're just super super low maintenance <laughs> yeah i mean you don't even ask us how to prune them because you don't don't never, even have to i love low maintenance you'll never need no, to i got know. enough maintenance going on in my backyard to worry about <laughs> yeah. these so it's great to be able to have some foundation plantings there that you don't have to do anything with right yeah isn't that gorgeous yeah so, yeah it is and here you, this picture shows the candles on it see how they come out this yeah is, this is early in spring, so it'll have this brown candle like, light, a, pipe, like right. a pipe cleaner almost, you know, and then all the needles just pop out from that. It's fun to watch. Very cool. You know? So the ki- kids love to see it. Yeah, I'm sure. So kind of keep your hands off of it, though, because in the spring, it's very sticky. Oh, I was going to say, I'm sure it's probably <laughs> sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that good for something? Uh, <laughs> can you make gum out of it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> It's a new thing we can sell at the farmer's market, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Here's your Tannenbaum Yugo Pine gum. Yeah. I can't get it off your teeth. So uh, one time Eric did do it. My brother did no. that to me. I was little and we were out in the woods. And then <laughs> he was breaking off. I don't even know where the wood, it was like rotting wood. And it oh. was like really, <laughs> it was really soft. With ants in it? Yeah, with ants in it too. Yeah. And he had me eating all sorts of stuff when I was a kid. He had me eat dog bones. I mean, stuff I, yeah. Well, in any case. Oh, the bones. Okay. This was in the uh, this was in the forest, mm-hmm. and he told me it was like it was Indian gum. So I'm supposed to chew oh, this, yeah. and I'm like eating this wood, and I'm like, this does not taste great. Like, yeah, I right. probably won't have a, another That's why piece. The Indians always have such strong teeth. You know? Yeah, they've been chewing on that wood, that mugo pine, <laughs> yeah. that sap. Uh, oh no, we have another pine too, which I really like. This one is actually uh, Pinus sylvestri, or a white. The Pinus sylvestri is a white pine. And if you're familiar with white pine, white pine get huge. If you ever wonder where they get telephone poles from, <laughs> yeah, those are white pine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, and those the, seem pretty they, strong. They treat them, yeah. So, yeah. And actually, the pillars at the hotel up on Mackinac Island, you know that. Okay. Yeah, the, those pillars are one solid white pine 
each. Wow. You know, they're ma- they had to find all these matching ones right. when they were building this beautiful hotel 200 years ago or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know? But this particular white pine obviously is not one that as is one that you can put in your yard that's not going to get this <laughs> on a telephone pole. <laughs> so this only gets like, well, about <laughs> 10 to 15 feet tall and, and like maybe 8 to 12 feet wide. But this is called the waterer eye. Waterer eye. Waterer eye. Waterer eye. Waterer eye. You just say it fast and then no one can really correct yeah, you. That's right. Water water eye. Eye. <laughs> yeah, slow growing, yeah. flat topped. Zone three. Zone three, you're getting warmer. Yeah, right. Yeah, so... And again, it has it's a, very pretty. a little shorter needle than the white pine, or than the Austrian pine. A the, good statement piece. Pine. Yeah. yeah. So the Tannenbaum one. Very beautiful. It grows in full sun, so you can you know pick out a spot in your yard where it's going to get a lot of sun and it'll do a beautiful job growing there. So and then there's actually black pine, too, a Japanese black pine. This one is a zone 5. It gets 15 feet tall and 12 feet wide. This one is a, a more irregular shape. It, it has more open areas in it, and this one's called Thunderhead because it actually looks like billowy clouds. Yeah. <laughs> so, isn't that something? Yes, beautiful. <laughs> mm. And that gorgeous green color. I mean, very, it's really, oh, really, yeah, really pretty. Very dark green color, mm-hmm. very dark green, yeah. So it doesn't have the blue color like the Austrian pine or the, right. the other pines that we were looking at, you know. So It's a pretty rich, uh, rich green color. It's gorgeous. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this, I, this is a U that... It's just a, a new introduction this year, so it's called Stonehenge. You can you guess why? <laughs> well, uh, it looks like it's a good shape, and it's that columnar. You know, yeah, it's more of a like the, column. Yeah, like the style. stones, right? Stonehenge. Yeah, right. It uh, only get it gets does get eight to ten feet tall, but only two to four feet wide. So it looks like those you know those right. uh, big rocks at Stonehenge. Yes, <laughs> is not a nice name for that. That's, Good one. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about the U's, <laughs> they will grow in any kind of light. They'll grow in full sun. They'll grow in full shade. Well, that's nice because sometimes in your backyard, you mm-hmm. have a, you know, you want to do like a, almost like a spans of them, right. but, you know, a collection. Yeah. And the light variation right. is an issue, mm-hmm. you know. So the fact that they'll grow in either one right. makes it a little easy to incorporate into your landscape, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's hard to find a, an evergreen that will grow it well in shade but the U's do really well in shade so and again it's gonna need very little maintenance it's its own four plant so it's very we hardy. know it's gonna be hardy right. yes mm-hmm. so deep green foliage really dark green foliage so it's very very pretty and very dense so if you're trying to use it as a screen of any kind it'll do a great job for a screening do you like that one yeah yeah looks so. great <laughs> And the last one I want to show you, we have so many different kinds of arborvitas. The emerald green one is our most popular one because it seems like a lot of people don't like their neighbors. Did you ever know that? Well, you know, <laughs> there's always a good one and then kind of a not good one. Yeah. I Luckily, I have all good ones. You do, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. I like my, I love my neighbors. Yeah. Big happy uh-huh. family over there. But uh-huh. uh, we do hear a lot of people come in and they're like, I don't want to see my neighbor. Yeah, right. Or I want to. You wouldn't believe what they're doing now in their backyard. <laughs> or maybe they're looking in your window yeah, and you yeah. would like to stop that behavior. Yeah. 
Or all of a sudden they put a big pool up. <laughs> and they don't invite you over. <laughs> yes. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's worse than having a party next door and you're not invited. Right. <laughs> and you're just, you're just looking over the fence. <laughs> or over the arborvitae. <laughs> there you go. You can just creep in there. You can, you can kind of peek in between them. <laughs> Throw them some rotten eggs. Yeah. Uh, but this arborvitae is super thin. It's uh, called Thin Man. Thin Man. That's easy to remember. Isn't that nice? Yeah. 12 to 15 feet tall, but only three to five feet wide. So. It's really elegant. Yeah. So if you have a, you know, you don't want to plant evergreen that's going to take up your whole yard. You know, there are, there are no evergreens right. that just get wide and don't get wide in both directions. You know, so It says vigorous <laughs> growth habits. So does yeah. that mean like this is one that's going to be growing faster or yes. be able to attain that 12 to 15 feet height quicker than, I mean, some things right. are slow growing and they say their height's going to be, you know, 30 mm. feet, but yeah. it only takes 200 years. <laughs> yeah, 200 years. <laughs> so here I'm just wondering how long will it take to achieve this? Well, these can grow up to a foot a year. So, that, nice. you know, and obviously that's, you know, if you're the better care you're taking of them. I mean, right. That makes a difference. Consistently keeping them watered and mulched and, you know, fertilizing them and everything at the proper time and everything else. So, but this is nice because it even gives you screening in the winter too, because it is an evergreen. And it's know, an so. evergreen. That's our, that's our, that's our discussion. Here I know. Today. Yeah, so. so now dad, I have to ask, when is the best time to plant? Oh man. Let's see now. A plant a what? <laughs> <laughs> to plant all of these awesome, uh, you know, well, the slower, slower growing ones, the best time to plant those is maybe like 10 years ago. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say maybe around 1130 in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right yeah, now. That's a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me check my watch. Just not at five o'clock because, yeah. you know, we got other oh, things no, to no, do. Oh, no, no, right. Yeah, yeah, we're done by then. Then we're just, we got to relax. Then we're just having our margarita. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe 9 a.m. I don't know. Yeah. But is that is that probably your number one question when they come yeah. from the nursery? <laughs> when should I plant now? Yeah. Yeah. But here we are in the middle of April almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. If the ground actually, is actually, can uh, you do that? The, the frost is out of the ground, you know, in most places. Maybe on the, not on the north side of your house, but in, you know, the rest of your Sunnier yard. areas, yeah. Yeah, but the problem is it's kind of wet. You know, right now, so it's kind of hard to dig and stuff like that. But you know, it's got a. We've had some sunnier days and everything, and definitely would think you know if you want to get started early, that be a good time to do it. You know, nice. Mm. All right, well, I can handle that. Yeah, right. Maybe yeah. just do a little bit at a time. You want to space out your planting, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I always think it's helpful when customers come to the store that maybe you know have a photo or print mm-hmm. print something off because it's easier to look at like a printed picture than to try exactly. to look at someone's cell phone, yeah, right. especially yeah, on a sunny but, day. But then you can really help to make recommendations because mm-hmm. when they come in and say, "Well, my house face is." I think it's this way. I can't remember yeah, if it's right. north or south or, have, you know, try to. Yeah. I have couples arguing about which way their house faces. Yeah. So take note of what's north, <laughs> south, east, and west yeah. and bring in a picture, like actual we, photograph. You two live in the same house. <laughs> I live on this side and he lives on that side. <laughs> so, and one thing I have to kind of warn you a little bit about, you know, these newer plants, there is, some of them are very limited in Quantity, Quantity, right, what we were able to attain, right, true. Yeah, because they are newer plants, and you're not going to maybe find the find this plant in the biggest size yet, you know, because it is a newer plant, and the nurseries are starting to grow these now, so they're not going to be real big. But if you are interested in a variety, Shelly on the nursery lot, Christine, and Tim over at on the nursery lot in Sturdivant, 
If you let them know that you're looking for this plant, they have a notebook where they keep a list of plant, you know. So contact when, people or yeah, so requests. When the, so when the plant comes in, they can give you a call. So you don't have to keep calling every other day. And see. Nursery lab, please. <laughs> yeah, nursery lab. <laughs> and they are very good. They will, you know, if you... Is my fuzzball in yet? Yeah, right, my fuzzball in <laughs> So... Uh, but they're very good. They will they will give you a call and and they'll they, we can hold it for a couple of days. But obviously, you know, we're not going to hold right. it for a month or whatever. We will not do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> got to so move on. If you want it, come and get it. That's Otherwise, right. Some other lucky person. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's the first come first serve. <laughs> Well, that's great, Dad. That's an awesome mm. kickoff to spring. Yes, right. Touching mm. on evergreens here. And right. then uh, mm. we'll expand and be able to, I love uh, kind of honing it in on a specific category so that mm. people can kind of hear about them, make some notes, come mm. on in, check them out, see them in right. person. Mm. Looking forward to a color cart coming soon, maybe, yes, that people I've can had, actually see I them. I have had a lot of people asking. At, what, that's at awesome. The, at the farmer's market last Sunday, somebody said, When's your, your color, color card? card? When's your color card? It was all there. Not much color there yet. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's happening, <laughs> yeah. though. It's on the way. But so. our, our next podcast will be on the spring, you know, blooming trees. So That's always fun. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll, you know, talk about all the new varieties and different colors. And so it's going to be very exciting. So Yeah. Sounds great. Well, it's always fun and educational to talk with you. Mm-hmm. And I know people, we have a great very well-educated staff out on both nursery lots. Yes. So mm-hmm. they can come out there and uh, talk and see what's new and arriving. And mm-hmm. it's, it's changes every day. So that's yeah. the fun thing about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's fun just to come and walk through. And it's really nice, of course, when we have our farmer's market out on the nursery lot, you know, because then you can... You can walk through the shrubs on their way out and, and on your way back, pick up a few. <laughs> right. I mean, Sunday fun day. Yeah, you know, right. Why not? So, all right. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. And sure. be sure to hit that subscribe button uh, yeah. to stay up to date on all of our podcasts that are coming out. We have one just about every two weeks. You can mm. hear us, uh, a new topic. And let us know what information you'd like to provide us. Provide what like for like you. for us to talk about. Right. Yeah. We, got, we got a lot to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Dad. Thanks, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.